Ahoy adventurers, and welcome aboard. I'll be your captain, Ace Diceman. With me is my first mate, Mr. Cooper. Join us as we set sail for adventure into the wonderful world of RPGs, tabletop games, and beyond. Now, let us spin you an epic tale. Welcome aboard the Siren Song, adventurer. Mr. Cooper, what is today's topic? Today's roll on the 20-sided dice, sir. With disadvantage. Oh, with disadvantage. That's a minus two. Uh, is a paladin. Ah, a paladin, you say. Well, before we uh, jump right into it, we've had a lot of new crew members come aboard lately, so I think we better take a roll call. Uh, shark bite is our shark bait is not with us tonight, nor is our cabin boy wonderful. Um, Gurgi has been punished. I did think it was a bit harsh to keel haul him, sir. Well, he'll survive. Mr. Cooper, I do think that I spy a stowaway today. Right you are, Captain. Oh, hey there. Hey there, Captain. What's up? <laughs> with us today is our good friend, Adam. Adam, why don't you tell the folks at home where you're from? Oh, I am, Adam. Uh, I'm on Twitter, uh, originally from this long-lost land of Kentucky. All right. The port of <laughs> the port of Kentucky. All right, so paladins, Mr. Cooper, what do we have on the files for paladins? Paladins, uh, clad in plate armor that gleams in sunlight, despite the dust and grime of long travel, a human lays down her sword and shield and places her hands on a mortally wounded man. Divine radiance shines from her hands, and the man's wounds knit closed, his eyes open wide with amazement. A dwarf crouches behind an outcrop, his black cloak making him nearly invisible in the night, watches an orc warband celebrating their recent victory. Silently, he stalks into the midst of the whispers of an oath. The two orcs are dead before they even realize he is there. Silver hair shining in a shaft of light that seems to illuminate only him. An elf laughs with exaltation. His spear flashes in his eyes as he jabs him again at a twisted giant until at last his light overcomes a hideous darkness. Whatever their origin and their mission, paladins are united by their oaths to stand against the forces of evil. Whether sworn before a god's altar in the witness of a priest, in a sacred glade before the nature spirits and fey beings, or in a moment of desperation and grief with the dead, as only witness, a paladin's oath is powerful bond. It is a source of power that turns devout warrior into a blessed champion. All right, there you have it. So... It sounds like the paladins from 3.5, bound by their lawful good alignment restric restriction, uh, has been tossed out. And now paladins come in a variety of flavors, as do all the subclasses. Um, actually, Adam, uh, you requested the, the paladin. Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, you know, I was looking through the, the 5e book specifically, and... I've played a lot of stuff, I've DM'd a lot of people, and I've come to realize that Paladin is the best class in the game. Really? Bold statement. Yeah. Um, well, the dice were in your favor tonight, and you got your wish, and we got our wish of a very exciting guest. Um, I, I love the role-playing aspect of a Paladin, where you can you can play it as straighty straight as you want to where it's like i have to go because this is calling me and it always moves the action of the game forward so i i, I really respect that aspect of having 
um, your lawful good paladin that is just going to move your story along. There's that, and uh, back to what Adam said about them being the best class in the game, um, I, I think that's always depends on your play style, but I do believe that they are probably one of the highest damaging output classes uh, per hit, even out out damaging the Barbarian. Um, those smites just do not play around. Yeah, and I mean, with the ability of spellcasting as well, extra attacks, um, just just all of all of the things that they have. Uh, it's an absolute powerhouse. And your your AC, when you start out as a low level, you've got a really high AC class. So, you know, you're you're not taking a ton of damage. And the oh, oh good, my bad. The uh the other thing is that it's such a good melee class, like you said, you can do a ton of damage. You get to do stuff for free, like your smites, you just decide to do it. You can be like, hey, I crit now let me just add the crit to this extra damage I just decided in this moment. Um, so as on top of being powerful melee class, they also get pretty good spells. And then uh, lay on hands, you just get free healing that scales with your level. Yeah, that's, yeah, I was just looking at that. that's that, always yeah. handy to have. I mean, that's, that's better than, than a straight-up cleric sometimes because you're not worried about a paladin who's heavily armored dying too quickly because uh like a cleric wouldn't have you know half of the abilities that uh, these guys have i think clerics are more devout in their worship of a deity versus an ideal um which you know again each each sailor is free to follow his or her own stars um I play in a game on Thursdays with, I do believe there is a paladin and a cleric, and the cleric really plays up the kind of priest role, and uh, he he actually plays a uh, priest that worships, I guess, the real-life Christian god, so to speak. Um, at least that's the way I've interpreted from what he's talking. Um, he is a monotheistic uh, worshiper. That's interesting. I, I never would have thought of that. I thought about it in 3.5 when I first started playing and I saw clerics and everything. And it's like I was brought up Southern Baptist. So you can just imagine if I would ran around, you know, praying to some fictional book God that didn't exist. And then I thought about it for a minute. and it went, well, you know, the Bible was written by a dude. So, like, am I really yeah. any better to be casting judgment on anyone else? That's why I said everyone is free to follow their own. Uh, stars um and we use that term to kind of cover you know your your sports teams your politics all that stuff we like to keep we like to keep a clean ship around here you know we don't want blows coming uh from within the party based upon your personal ideals um so i said this this may be him him you know being a devout religious person and this is how he wants to play the game uh he might be you know it could be anything um but as long as as long as everyone's having fun, there's no wrong way to play the game uh, within the rule guidelines. I mean, you know, you can't have, you can't change the rules too drastically. I mean, I suppose you could, but this is, you got to you got to have some sort of baseline ground line here. Um, but yeah, I really like that they opened up the paladin to encompass more than just the the holy knight, as it were, or you know the. Uh, I like the, the idea of the Oathbreaker, because before it was you had Paladin, and you had uh, 
black guard or quote-unquote fallen paladin. And there was no, you know, gray paladin, no no rough area. I like the idea that they they swear an oath and then they stick to that oath. Um, I haven't actually got to play a paladin in 5e yet. There's, there's very few classes I actually have played uh, because I really find myself gravitating toward, of course, the bard and the warlock. Um, the bard, of course, was my pick for the first episode, and we let the fans pick, and they picked Warlock, which just worked out to my benefit. But uh, with cross-classing your paladin into Warlock, you get those smites back on a short rest, and you're just an absolute powerhouse on top of the powerhouse. Uh, you know, you're just burning Warlock slots. Oh, that's yeah, that's an interesting dynamic, too, because then you have your oath to um, whatever the, the Warlock pact is, right? You could. You could double dip. Um, I've seen a lot of people go Raven Queen where they, they their their oath manifests is their packed weapon and they're just like all about all about conquest um in the name of the Raven Queen. Now, do you guys think that there's uh any particular uh races that lead towards uh, better paladins? There are some interesting builds. Um, Your main skill that you're going to need is charisma and strength. And, of course, constitution, because it's always nice to have those health points. Um, So, you know, there's all the classes that give you the constitution bonus, like or uh, charisma bonus, my bad. Like myself, I play a dragonborn paladin. Um, But looking at some of the other races, like uh, a Yonti, you could go, you know, of course, the humans, the orcs. Pretty much anything that if you get any kind of a tiefling is really good. Anything that you can get charisma or strength into would be good. Or you could just play against type and have fun with it and just do whatever you want to do. Yeah, I know some people like to go the Asimar, Asimar Paladin, and it's like, you know, Gabriel, Michael, you know, this Archangel Paladin. Um, But you're really not going to need anything with decks because of that. that You're already getting the the full plate, you know, plus eight. armor class from that so your your decks is just you might as well just dump your decks as it is you're not going to be you're not going to be getting out of the way in a big great big hurry um so yeah i i think that that's that's one way to go about it um real life examples of paladins um i'm just going to jump right into oath of vengeance i think batman fits the oath of vengeance paladin um with some monk levels in there um but, you know, it's like he has a code, you know, like he won't kill. I won't use guns. You know, he sticks by this. He's not lawful. He wouldn't fly as a 3.5 paladin, but the Oath of Vengeance, you know, he, he, he oh, I am darkness. I am the night. Well, um, I don't know if he's chaotic, but, um, you know, in, in, in terms of that, that is a really interesting way to do uh, a character build. And I think Batman would be an interesting one to try to make. Um and with this, uh, what would you do for, for weapon? Would you do an unarmed strike? Would you do like a grapnel? Like, uh, what would you use for weapons? I think he's going to be throwing his Batarang shurikens and using his div- channel divinity or his smite for, you know, like the electric Batarang. Like, you know, oh, I'm going to throw this Batarang and I'm going to hit you. Now it's going to smite. Or, you know, all his little gadgets and all that. You know, that's... He did have a big battle axe in uh, in uh, Batman Metal, uh, so so there's that too. Uh, yeah. That would be crazy, and, and the armor would sure fit. Oh yeah, yeah, most definitely. Um, Joan of Arc, I think, would be 
Paladin-esque. Um, or, uh, I, yeah, I could see that. Um, or I could see Warlock with, with that one, which, uh, you know, just in a strange <laughs> sense. Uh, th- yeah, there's the was... multi-class, you know, she Warlock Paladin. Um, any of the Lanterns, actually, would be a good example of Paladins. You know, they, they are empowered by their oaths. Um, again, that might be, you could build a, a Lantern as a Pact of the Blade. Um, Oath of Ancients for a Green Lantern, maybe? Yeah, yeah, or uh, like I said, any of the Oaths, um, but you're dipping into that Warlock probably three levels so that you can manifest a pack weapon, and that's your construct. Um, you're you're running full off Charisma on this one. Forget your Strength. Dump the Strength. You're going full Charisma on this because you'll be using Charisma for your, your Smites, your Hands, uh, your Weapon Damage, your Weapon Attack Bonus, all that. I mean, if you really want to build a Lantern, um, that's that's the way I would do it. I'm not saying you have to do it, but like I said, that would fit any of the lanterns. Um, yeah, because then you've got kindle the light, shelter the light, preserve your own light, be the light, like those sort of, of things as well. So I, I think that um, that fits very nicely as well. Um, I did have a scroll here that had a couple of other ideas on there. Um, I think I think you mentioned something about Superman. Um, as a paladin, but I'm I'm not sure what type of paladin he would be. Yeah, I was I was trying to think of someone who was led by their ideals, and um, certainly Superman's someone that I would I would think that. But I, I think Batman fits very well. Um, I, I had said uh, kind of on a larf. Uh, I thought Steve Irwin would be kind of like a paladin, someone who was uh, really devoted to something very strong of character, strong of will, and uh, kind of devoted to their mission. Um, and he was just someone who absolutely would not compromise on um, his beliefs. So I, I thought that was kind of an interesting one. Yeah, that could work. Uh, Oath of the Ancients uh, with some Ranger, Beastmaster Ranger levels in there, or even Druid. Um, you know, while yeah. Steve Irwin wasn't turning into animals, he definitely, he definitely loved... Uh, Loved him to little critters. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I was just thinking outside the box too, but uh, yeah, I think any of these would be interesting builds. Uh, oh, King Arthur—that was the other one. King Arthur, um, when he broke Excalibur because he, you know, basically defied his oath. You know, that was representation of him being stripped of his, uh, you know, paladin abilities. In 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 my mind, anyway. Well, we, we could go the exact opposite of it, too. And going back to what Adam was saying about tiefling, you know, we've talked before about building Hellboy, you know, as as a tiefling. And maybe Paladin would be a good way to go with this, with the smites. Um, I don't know. That that could be another interesting build. Yeah, too. you could make him like a conquest where he's just all about dominating everything in front of him. It's like, I've got to kill this monster. That's what I do. Yeah, and he's not particularly a caster, but you know he does get those uh, extended abilities when when he's wearing the crown of uh, Ungak Rama or whatever, and you know. So I, I think that you know that would be just fantastic to role play. I think. Well, what about uh? Okay, so you're talking about conquest. What about Alexander the Great? Like a real real life example of you know, quote unquote class, um, or am I just grasping at straws here and wordplay on the whole conquest thing? Um, I don't know that I would see him as being like an idealist as, as, 
or like someone who would lay hands, anything like that. So, so maybe he's best seen for something different. Gotcha. 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 Well, you know, we can't be right all the time. Shark off the port now. Look alive, crew. Ahoy there, adventurers. Are you looking to set sail on an epic adventure of your very own and hoist your own colors? Well, let me tell you about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make your very own podcast, and it's free. There's a variety of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your very own podcast right from your computer, and Anchor will even publish your podcast for you, making it available on other apps such as Spotify, iTunes, you can even extract the files and upload them to YouTube. All right, that was a narrow escape. Um, back to the quest at hand here. Um, speaking of sharks, um, as that one swims away back into the briny deep, has anyone checked out the uh, the was it man man eater man hunter man eater? Oh, the, yeah, the new uh, the shark PG as uh, they call it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm uh, not aware of this. Oh yeah, Patsy is uh, all about sharks, and uh, I think I think right when I was getting ready to like post it onto his Facebook page, um, someone had beat me to it, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I've got it," and I'm like, "Oh, I, I must know how it is." Like, you know, uh, he's actually playing a shark kin type uh, ranger, um, half elk, half shark. Yeah, yeah. It's different, um, but we'll save Ranger for another time. Let me see my notes here. Check the charts. Think, and... um, what we have to talk about is uh, what feats would be best for uh, building your paladin. Huh. I guess um, it depends. Yeah, for what... me, the one, not the one that I play now, but I play tested one before. I just took something as simple as uh, Heavy Armor Master just to take even less damage. Um, or if you really want to kind of, because I really see Paladin as more of a quarter caster than like a half caster. If you want to, because uh, the only real downside to their spell casting is no cantrips. So maybe take a dip in magic initiate in, you know, either warlock or sorcerer or whatever, and get yourself some cantrips and some more spell slots. That could be a way to go too. It seems weird that they wouldn't be able to cast light even from one of their, mm their bonus uh there's an interesting party dynamic okay so let's say you have a warlock a cleric and a paladin all in the same group let's go game of thrones here lord of light you've got um was it lady melisandra the red lady would be your warlock yeah why why don't we think of this um stannis baratheon john darian with the flaming blade from uh Exactly. Yep. Stannis Baratheon is your paladin. You know, maybe the Flaming Blade is a smite, or you know, uh, maybe they dipped a few levels in Warlock too. Um, or uh, no, no, even better. She's the she's the she's the Warlock. The guy that keeps bringing him back is the Grave Paladin or the Grave Cleric, and he's the Paladin. There you go. <laughs> he keeps bringing him back. He is he is still has a purpose. Um, Wow, now wow. I now I really want to see uh uh um oh gosh help me out here I can't a crusade a crusade party uh, you know where you're just all devout followers of the same the same order that would be interesting that would be a very interesting one shot 
Yeah, I wouldn't have thought of that with uh, Game of Thrones, too. And it's funny, I'm actually looking at a picture of uh, Gwendolyn Christie when I'm, I got to meet her. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> that's a good call. Very nice. But uh, yeah, feats, feats and recommended builds. Um, as I said, I think it depends on what your play style is, what kind of feats you're going to take with the... Because uh... paladins get the fighting style. We haven't covered that yet. Paladins get to pick a fighting style in addition to their... Um... Sorry, that's me. Oh, okay. No, you're fine. Um... And an oath. Fighting style and oath. Yes. Yes, so in addition to subclass, they get they get the fighting style. So the, you can even have two paladins of the same oath that are very different builds. Um, you know, you've got your your two handed weapon, your your sword and board. Um, like you said, with the armor, if you really just want to be the tank, like you just want to take all the damage, or in this case, prevent all the damage, um, you could boost that armor class up a little more, even. Um, but yeah, like I said I, I when I really think of Paladin, it's really hard for me to shake that image of the knight in shining armor, because um, it's just been so ingrained in us. But yeah, like I said there are the fallen paladins. It's just what oath you swear, um, and what doing doing what you think is right. Yeah, because you um, could take some of those oaths and you could be so like the oath of the crown, where you swear allegiance to a ruler and you uphold the laws of that ruler say he's an evil ruler to most of the world but to you that is that's your king and you're doing what you need to do for your king yep yep that's uh every skyrim guard ever (laughs) i used to be an adventurer like you then i took an oath to the knee he he literally took the knee yeah uh, you know uh, uh there we go back to the back to game of thrones again the uh night's watch all paladins. Yeah, that would be, yeah, that would make sense too. Maybe maybe low level paladins. They haven't got their spell casting yet, but you know they're they're paladin light. Well, and and also you've got different things there because you've got paladin rangers, you've got fighters, you've got builders, um, you know, scholars. So I, I think there's there's uh, interesting dynamics to be had there. But you could make an entire campaign of paladins just based on the night watch. Oh yeah, yeah. Each with a different fighting style. Yeah, you could you could all have the same, you know, the the same oath, just different fighting styles. Um, now you're gonna have to crank the CR rating of those monsters way way up to uh, get through that, or maybe throw a couple of rust monsters in there because you know they're everybody's favorite little dinosaur I bug you'd monster. Be fighting undead, and right, you'd probably be fighting the undead. Oh yeah, I would say that you're well, not necessarily just undead. Um, I think that the I don't know if they I think they each channel divinity a little bit differently. Um, it doesn't all have to be about turning undead. Um, you you could swear an oath of vengeance against all orcs or all elves or uh, you know anything really anything you want. We're going back to Goblin Slayer again. I keep bringing up that yeah, a Goblin Slayer, but. You know, that's there's your paladin right there. Speaking of goblins, um, and you know, poor Gurgi's not here to see it, but I've gotten some pretty cool goblin goodies in the mail as of late. Um, I got a Pathfinder Goblin Bank 
and a stuffed goblin. Uh, so I think someone, I think someone's been sending me these little gurgy gifts. Um, so he just will be elated when we fish him out of the drink. Um, Guys, don't look now, but I think we're headed towards a random encounter. Oh, no. That's not a random encounter, Mr. Cooper. That's just a body. Let's fish the poor bastard out of the water. I don't know. Looks undead to me, Captain. Well, let's have our resident paladin take a look. Mr. Adam, if you will. uh, Take a deep breath and uh, give you a little bit of divine sense. Uh, I'm getting something off of this. Sense evil. I'm telling you, that's a ghoul. The dreaded aquatic ghoul. Uh, unfortunately, sometimes sailors die at sea and not necessarily on board the ship. It appears that this be such a such a creature. Don't let it touch you directly, boys, lest it paralyze you uh, where you stand. Lest she be of elf blood. Mr. Cooper, what do we know about ghouls? Uh, we know they have an armor class of 12, generally. Uh, speed about 30, uh, let's see, and uh, they are immune to poison, so um, they're also immune to uh, charm, exhaustion, and they have dark vision. So, so normally they'll attack with their claws or um, or they'll bite. So what you're telling me is none of my normal dirty pirate tricks are going to work on this beast. No, I, I think that we'll be headed for a, re- uh, for a regular good old-fashioned beheading beheading. Mr. Adam, what is your paladin fighting style of choice? Fighting style of choice? There's so many good ones, but uh, I like to kind of be the, the heavy hitters, so I go with uh, great weapon fighting. Rerolling those ones and twos on your two d6s yep. is clutch. Oh, definitely. All yeah. right. Well, why don't you take your giant buster sword and cleave the beast's head clean from his shoulders? Hit an at 20, so that's definitely going to happen. All right. (laughs) The Vorpal Blade goes snicker-snack. And with his head, we'll toss him back. All right, gentlemen. I think we have survived that random counter. I award you each 20 experience points, as well as one gold piece each from the creature's loincloth. If only I had the downtime to spend this. (laughs) Indeed. The The sea is a cruel mistress. Right. Well, well, I do believe that paladins they get a they get a holy symbol, or is that just clerics? Do they do they have an arcane or sorry a divine? Yes, they. Focus? Uh, it suggests that you take a holy symbol um, at when you with your starting equipment, which is you use for your spellcasting. Yes. Okay, so it would be some kind of item. I think that you get it when you take your oath um, as a representation of the oath, um, which it's always interesting to see what people come up with for their their crests, I guess it would be. You'd probably have a coat of arms. Um, I like the, what is it, the Aegis Agnes shield with the Medusa head on it from Final Fantasy. Um, that was always pretty cool. Um, don't know how that would fit a coat of arms, but you know, I'm just like trying to picture. I'm trying to picture this paladin, like how I would deck my paladin out. Like, what would my coat of arms be? 
Um, probably based on upbringing, might be based on if you're if you're maybe like nobility, something along those lines. Well, ours, of course, would be the uh, our our particular Jolly Roger flag here would be the uh, skull with the twenty carved in the head with crossed swords and uh, dyed crimson red. Well, that works. Uh, but like I said, again, eat, to eat to each man his own. Um, maybe maybe your armor was passed down through the generations, and you know it's, it's got uh, other markings. Maybe you were raised. Um, let's look at backgrounds here. Uh, you can always take the acolyte background, where you know you've been drilled with religion and uh, oaths your entire life, and you finally are now of age to take your own oath. Um, formally, uh, perhaps you you were a soldier um, and and served in in some some army prior to this, and you know now your squirehood is over, and now you're the knight. Um, you're about to swear an oath and take on your own squire, um, which which I I think is pretty interesting. That that opens up some role playing opportunities, gets you a higher lean. Another good one, uh, my favorite background in 5e being the, uh, oh, is it the haunted one? I believe it's what it's called. Yeah, See? I think you're right. It's, it's, yeah, because you get Dark One's own blessing. Um, is the yeah. Yes, where you've seen some stuff when you were thing. younger and it kind of haunts you uh, through your life. So think of that where you've seen some kind of evil atrocity, some sort of demon killing a village and then you take oath of vengeance which is all about destroying evil by any means necessary and getting it out of the world so bruce wayne build haunted one background he sees his parents get murdered he decides to uh seek out the monastery and rather than take well maybe he takes an oath at the monastery and that's where he cross classes into the oath of vengeance he's now created you know his body as his weapon um and you're getting that wisdom modifier to your armor class bonus. Um, or does that, that doesn't, no, nope, I'm wrong. It will not stack with the armor. It's one or the other. It's unarmored, just like barbarian. Cause you can't go total barbarian and add your shell and you're yeah, naturally beef. Year one, Bruce Wayne would be the monk. monk. And then whenever he gets the, gets the actual suit, he'll go into his, uh, his heavy armor as paladin. <laughs> Gotcha. Yep. And you'd yeah, still go yeah. with the uh, with those sort of uh, unarmed strikes and uh, like the throwing weapons. Yeah. Yep. So maybe he would need dex uh, unless uh, his his bonus would just be for the proficiency in, in throwing weapons. Well, and the thing is, too, just because you can wear up to that armor doesn't mean you have to wear the best armor. You, you especially if it's got a. I don't know if. 5e steel has the penalty. I've never got to wear full plate, so I don't know if it still carries the dex restriction like it did in 3.5. No, you can wear heavy armor as long as you have the strength to wear the heavy armor. Normally you get disadvantage on stealth unless you get like a special kind of heavy armor. I think it's like mithril or whatever where it's it's light, so you don't get disadvantage. So you could make a build where you're strong enough to wear heavy armor, but then still have the dex for the stealth and all the other things. Okay, yeah, and we know Bruce Wayne would have the money to buy the best armor, so yeah, it probably would oh, be yeah. some 
you know, uh, nymph metal or uh, <laughs> it'd be, it's it's not just regular, you know, Valerian steel. It is the best that money could buy. Um, and then you could even be nobility background or you're allowed to customize your background and you can take the haunted one and the nobility. So you've got the daddy warbucks to fund that bankroll as well as the uh, traumatizing traumatizing backstory to go with it it's all about how you want to build it and that is what i love about fifth edition is they just opened the floodgates and went here the math is new player friendly the the background helps you start to build your backstory it gives you a jumping off point rather than you know 3.5 just kind of threw you into it and was like hey uh, you're gonna play a role but you got to do all the legwork um no blueprints for you. Here's the rules. Have at them. But uh, I think I think fifth edition really doesn't hold your hand, but it really gives you some training wheels to uh, set yourself up for success. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I, I think that's an interesting uh, sort of build to kind of entice uh, some of the listeners into uh, playing and to role play as Batman. I mean, who would want to do that? I don't know. I think your voice would be really harsh by the end of the night, just, you know, doing that <laughs> Christian Bale. I would like to, I would like to smite now. Yeah. Or um, what if, what if you flip this on its head and you do something uh, like a, like a Black Panther instead of a, a Batman? I, I could see how you could make that very similarly. Yeah. I mean, again, nobility background, um, you know, he swears an oath to his people rather than his, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, self, so to speak. Uh, I do think Bruce Wayne does get a little Bruce vain, um, at times because like, who's, who's the costume really for? Is it really, you know, to, to scare, uh, the, the mentally ill of Gotham or, you know, does he really have a cosplay fetish and, <laughs> just a bankroll to fund it um but yeah again you know black uh black panther you know he dressed up like a panther like um his is uh ceremonial and uh traditional that would okay so a, there's yeah. the ancestral there's the ancestral armor passed down um i think when in the uh, the, the black panther movie when he releases that stored up energy there's your smite um you know he's gotta he's gotta store this up you know your spell slots are finite um, and he just, you know, releases this, you know, smite wave. Um, yeah, I could definitely see a, a T'Challa type build. Um, now, would you go unarmed with that as well? Or would you have some sort of like claw gauntlets that would have did, would be treated as monk weapons, but do a little more damage? Um, as, I mean, Adam, as a DM? As a DM. Uh... You could let. I mean, you could be one of the races that has clawed weapons naturally. Um, okay, so you're talking tabaxi, full black panther. Go. <laughs> go tabaxi, an actual black cat oh. person that puts on the armor. A a legit black panther that that armors up. Adam, if there's, there's uh, any colors of your own you'd like to hoist uh, so people can come and listen to you. Oh, yeah, so um, I actually do a D&D podcast uh, called uh, Misfit Rolls is what the Twitter and the Instagram handle is, but the actual podcast is Isle of Misfit Rolls, a 5e actual play where we play sort of a Suicide Squad kind of game where 
we're um, some of us play a lot more evil than the other ones do, but none of us are really true heroes. But uh, we go get the job done. So Isle of Misfit Rolls is is the main thing I tell people to check out. And my personal Twitter is just Adam Gumby if you want to see see what else I'm doing. That sounds very, very interesting. Well, if you ever need a uh, disposable one-shot character, I know a little green goblin who would just chomp at the chance. Yeah, we, to, we uh, might have to talk about some of the year extra life charity stuff that this might actually be a thing. <laughs> All right. Well, it appears that the sun is starting to set, and so we are going to turn out the lanterns uh, as with the code. Um, Adam, I would personally like to thank you for coming aboard. Um, we're going to drop you off here at port, right, I appreciate and it, we're headed back out to sea. All right, let me check our charts here. Uh, Mr. Cooper, how about you? Anything on your agenda? As always, you can check me out online at the Fantastic Podcast. Um, it is a show about fans and uh, fandoms and things that people are into. So anywhere that podcasts are found, you can check that out. All right. As for myself, not all tales have happy endings, and sometimes sailors don't come home. So if you've enjoyed Epic Tales of RPG, you may want to check out Epic Tales of Darkness. Um, it will be a new podcast. We're going to record the first episode later this week. If you have your own Tales of Darkness that you would like to submit, you can submit those um, either to myself via Facebook Messenger or Gergi Neilbog through Facebook Messenger, as well as thediceman2020 at gmail.com. We'd love to have a look over your um, your dark tales and possibly read them on the air. Um, Gergi will be your call bearer. Um, you can call him while we're live, and we might put you on the air. Um, I'll make sure you get in the par partition. Um, I do believe that wraps up my agenda. Oh, no, no, I'm wrong. If you would like to win some loot of your very own, we're getting ready to launch on Epic Tales of RPG's Facebook page. Um, some very interesting giveaways for the month. Uh, we have a copy of Alice in Wonderland, the game um, created by our friends over at Neverland Games. Um, so stay tuned for that in June. Um, we are doing more of the Mythical Meat giveaway. Um, they are tasty, exotic, exotic gaming snacks. Um, listeners and fans of the page, look for a Pomo code in the next podcast. Um, where we will disclose the amount off and uh, the code that you may use. I do believe it will be a one-time code, but we hope that you're hooked on the flavor and come back for more. Um, they are, in fact, tonight's sponsor of Epic Tales. Well, Mr. Cooper, it's that time again. Yeah. Eight bells, Captain. Indeed. Good night, Mr. Cooper. Good work. Sleep well. I'll most likely kill you in the morning. You're too generous, sir. As for the rest of you, we're going to take a long rest, and we'll see you on the next quest. Be kind to yourself and each other. Good luck. Happy gaming.
Greetings, weary adventurer. Do ye have a taste for the exotic? Do regular snacks no longer provide the thrill ye seek? Would ye rather eat a codpiece than another boring candy bar? Then it's time for ye to sink your teeth into Mythical Meats Exotic Game Sticks. Mythical Meats offers a wide variety of exotic flavors based on creatures of legend to give ye a snack experience of epic proportions. Like it hot? Try the Spicy Creatures Sample Pack, featuring dragon, chupacabra, and werewolf. More in the mood for something a bit milder? Try the Creatures of the Sky Sample Pack, with Pegasus, Griffin, and Phoenix. Can't decide on which one you want? Why not try the Exotic Flavor Sample Pack, featuring all ten flavors, so you can find your favorite. Go to mythicalmeats.com to see the full selection of flavors and place your order. All orders over $49 get free two-day shipping. Mythical Meats Exotic Game Snack Sticks. So good, they're legendary. In a world where you either die the hero or live long enough to see yourself play the villain, a nation of nerds unite to bring you something truly epic. Amalgamation is proud to present to you the Epic Airways Podcast Network, featuring the Amalgophiles, Epic Tales Podcast, Anime a la carte, the Amalga Review, the Potty Mouth Podcast, Epic Tales of Darkness, and the Fantastic Podcast. In a world where you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself play the villain, a nation of nerds unite to bring you something truly epic. Amalgamation is proud to present to you the Epic Airways Podcast Network, featuring Amalgophiles, Epic Tales Podcast, Anime a la carte, Amalga Review, Epic Tales of Darkness, The Potty Mouth Podcast, and... The Fantastic Podcast. In a world where you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself play the villain, a nation of nerds unite to bring you something truly epic. Amalgamation is proud to present to you the Epic Airways Podcast Network, featuring shows like The Amalgophiles, Epic Tales Podcast, Anime a la carte, Amalga Review. Potty Mouth Podcast, Epic Tales of Darkness, and the Fantastic Podcast. <laughs> Greetings, adventurers. Gurky here with a very special discount code from Mythical Meats. Use code NEILBOG15 for a very special 15% off one order.